0: Hello. Hello. victory
1: bulls win bulls win bulls win harris to drive gets to og shoots a three
0: he got it And Wilson turns his back into Harris Alpha for Bryson Williams Shoots for three Banked it in! He banked it in! Two-point tech lead Up the floor, Wilson, they were trying to foul Ahead of Shannon, throws
1: up a three Misses! Rebound Harris And KU's gonna win it! Cardiac Kansas Does it again! Great game last night Allen fieldhouse kansas is i mean that's four straight games now tj that have been won in the final 10 seconds or in overtime they won them all amazing uh toby and tj back with you sooner's headed to morgantown they'll play there tomorrow night i was looking at some west virginia stats during that break tj Might want to hide the women and children going into this one, folks. Uh, You know all the we've talked about with uh, OU turnovers lately. Yes, West Virginia in Big Twelve play. I'll just give you Big Twelve play. The season numbers are similar, but in Big Twelve play, you know you like to have an assist to turnover ratio of you know one point five to one. The great teams are approaching, too, but hardly ever, anybody gets there. But if you can have 100 assists for every uh, 60 turnovers, something like that, then that's pretty good basketball. West Virginia, Big 12 play, 51 assists, 84 turnovers. Ooh. OU's upside down in that, too, by a bunch in Big 12 play. So you got two teams that have not done a good job at all of taking care of the basketball, going head-to-head. And you know how West Virginia likes to muddy it up anyway. So buckle up. This could be a wild one tomorrow night. All right. I wanted to talk a little conference, teach Because I, I heard something a couple of times lately, and I heard it talked about on uh, Gabe and Teddy's podcast the other day, and I thought, I don't think that's right. They were talking about uh, when Oklahoma and Texas might go to the SEC. Uh, we brought this up the other day. And they were saying how uh, the contract runs through the 25 season. So that means there's four more years in the Big 12 unless you bail early. You know, this is 22, so 22, 23, 24, 25. That's not right. The Big 12 contract ends, or the grant of rights that OU and Texas are a part of, ends June 30th. 2025 so before, before the
2: 25 season you're saying yeah correct okay so it i was
1: you know it wouldn't make sense it would end in the middle of a year an academic year you know uh it ends june 30th the end of the 24 25 seasons so for football that means three more years the 22 season 23 season 24 season in the Big 12 if they played it out. The 25 season would be the first year in the SEC. Uh, I also looked up the conference payout disparities. This past year the SEC paid each of their schools $54.3 million. The Big 12, 38 million. So a 16.3 million difference. The CBS contract with the SEC ends after the 2023 season. So there would be one year in between there. If OU played it out, there would be one year in between there. So 16 million. What we don't know exactly is what I've never seen. Firmly reported is the buyout situation to leave early. Okay. I've seen seventy five to eighty million thrown out there. But I don't know if that lessens with every passing year. You know, did they lop twenty billion off of that with every passing year?
2: That's what I was about to ask you if you had found out that information because don't know that. I'm confused on that. I, I I've heard both and I don't know which one's right. Teddy's supposition has has been, and he might be right,
1: that he believes when the Big 12 went out and invited these other schools in, that that broke the lease, if you will. That the grant of rights is that was signed is now null and void, and OU's free to go when they want. I would have thought we would have heard about that by now. You know, if that was the case, I would have thought we would have somebody would have up and said that by now. I've never heard that from anybody. So either the lawyers are working that out or that's not the case. I don't know. Makes sense that maybe the contract got changed from what they signed. There's now going to be four new people living in your house. And so if you want out, you got the right to get out and maybe whatever. But I don't know that for sure. But it is. June 30th of 25 is when the deal with the Big 12 ends, which means the 2025 season would be the first played in the SEC if they play this thing out. So three more years in the Big 12. Now, the question is, what's best for OU? Uh, the money, if it's 75 or $80 million, is still upside down, even if you're losing 16 a year. You know, let's say they, three years, that's 48000000 million. You'd be getting more if you went to the SEC. Maybe it even gets bumped. Maybe that widens a little bit. Maybe it's, let's say it's $50, $55 million. This, this text still says get that to the, the payout for the
2: SEC jumps to almost $95 million with the new contract. Which I don't know what they're basing oh, that off of.
1: Yeah, what, well, the new ESPN, the ESPN deal? ESPN deal? Okay. So that... I don't know if that number's right, but that's what I'm saying. The CBS deal ends in 2023, right? Which means the ESPN taking over entirely starts in 2024 for the SEC.
2: So, which makes sense I don't know that if, that would be the first season they end up there. It does for a lot of reasons, right? I mean, you've already got the other schools invited. You know that jump's happening. The new contracts start like that. Just makes sense right you don't have the awkward
1: 14 team big 12 for one year the 2024 season you go ahead and get the larger payout a year early in the sec play two more years in the big 12 and then in 2024 if you can legally work it out and everything go ahead and make the jump that's what makes the most logical sense not knowing what all that involves behind the scenes. That's what makes the most logical sense. And don't you think it even like Venables would say, yeah, that's probably good. Give me a couple of years to get the foundation of this thing under me. Let Thad turnip seed, build this thing the way he wants, you know, from the, all the auxiliary recruiting stuff and, uh, give us a couple of years to kind of get our feet under us and, and recruit the way we want and then be raring to go, don't you think?
2: It, it's not you, a bad you timeline. You recruit to it? Yeah, it's not a bad timeline. I would prefer one year that they have this one season, the 22 season, and then make the jump. But it, when it comes to all the contracts and television, it the two years, yeah, it lets you lay a foundation. So... And you also still are under the 14 playoff situation. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Which is admittedly going to be easier to get into
2: in the Big 12 than in the SEC. I'm selfish. I want him there yesterday. But I do see the thought process behind getting his staff in here, getting established, and then making that jump.
1: I mean they could be working right now to get there. And they mean, may at the be. End they of this may year, be yeah. It, it could be a, I have no idea. Uh, trust me, this is not conversations that Joe has with me over breakfast. Trust me on this. I'm not dropping in. I have no idea. I didn't know anything about the whole SEC thing in the first place. Maybe they've got oh, OU and Texas has this all worked out and as soon as this season comes to an end, we have a press conference but it feels like because of the uh because maybe of the playoff expansion not being approved right away and maybe some other stuff going feels like maybe everybody's tapped the brakes here a little bit and said you know what Maybe, maybe just you know playing this out for another year or so maybe that's what's better pe- I um, maybe I have
2: no idea why I feel that way that's just kind of the feeling you get around. for our job for radio show purposes tremendous if a news drop happened in June and suddenly we had new schedules new oh conference, everything everything got thrown at us in the middle of uh, June or July and suddenly we have this surge of a new new don't you worry about that (laughs) (laughs) one thing we have learned in the 17 years doing this show is something will happen right well that's true that's that's sometimes bad sometimes good yeah yeah
1: now it could very well be that this is a done deal and it's all been worked out behind the scenes and nothing can be announced till the end of the year and uh, you know whether it's the buyouts being paid by ESPN or the or the contract is now null and void since they went and got somebody. I, I've no maybe the the lawyers have been working on this and, and OU plays next season in the SEC. That just, you know, schedules are out next year for everybody and everything. It feels like, not that that couldn't be reworked, but it just feels like it's not going to be that way. And... Uh, and it is only three more years, which I know you're like, oh, oh I can't gosh. take three more years in this place. But it's not four; you know it's only old three. my kid will be by then? You know, we'll be in our fifties. Come on, yeah.
2: give us more years in right. the
1: SEC. Let's go. I think you're right, though. I think the what makes the most sense is that the 2024 football season is the first season that Oklahoma is in the SEC and Texas. That would also be the first season that the new guys are all in the Big 12. And uh, it's just clean, you know? You don't have this awkward year of in the Big 12. Uh, every year is awkward right now, but <laughs> you don't have this awkward 14-team year and all that kind of stuff. And Maybe even the Big 12 would come to the table and say, yeah, that's what's best for everybody. Maybe not, maybe not. But to me, that feels the most logical right now. Two more years in the Big 12, 2024 is the first year in the SEC. That probably makes some people angry who want it to happen now, but, like, I don't know what the original timeline was, you know? That's something that would be fascinating to know. When Oklahoma and Texas were concocting this behind the scenes with the SEC, what was the timeline? Because Texas A&M blew it up. At the conference media day last year. Were they about to announce it anyway? Were they going to all along play it out to the end of the Big 12 contract and just not tell anybody? I don't know. That would be fascinating to learn. It also gives you time for facilities, you know. If you want to improve, you know, get that softball stadium built. Get some money put into... Uh baseball. Do some stuff for football you want, but what do I know. Anyway, I just wanted to correct that one because I've heard it thrown out there that oh you would the contract takes them through 2025. It it does, but it's through June of 2025. Alright, we'll take a break. Back after this.
0: The T Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Your full-line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle Exit 108.
2: R.K. Black bringing you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses throughout Oklahoma and Kansas. Copiers, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more rkblatt.com or give them a call 405-943-9800 uh, look through uh, some of my uh, people I'm following on Twitter that last break have not found anyone to delete yet so we'll, we'll keep trying keep give me trying. your phone for a half hour I'll take no! care of you. you'll delete stuff that uh, I like having on there like the Clay and Buck show you'll delete that off of there and I don't want to lose Clay and Buck
1: I'm not going to delete any of your country music stuff that's good for you right I don't think that causes any anxiety in all. your life. No, not I at I think all. it's the opposite. I think it causes peace right. and harmony and love and joy in your life. Uh, but I can find some things on there that I bet causes some anxiety.
2: Um, there are some things, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a couple right here. Mm-hmm. Um, You're worried about hurting feelings. On some of these,
1: yes. Yes. Man up. <laughs> <laughs> would John uh, Dutton worry about hurting any feelings?
2: Would Rip hurt worry about hurting any feelings? First off, Rip would never have a Twitter account to have to worry about that. Yeah. So I and I will say I'm a nicer guy than Rip Wheeler. I'm going out. Don't be. <laughs> it's for your own and, good. you know uh, and, oh, uh World full of uh, nice people. Be a rip uh, Wheeler. So, if people are
1: going to put things on their Twitter feed that causes you anxiety and stress, they don't deserve to be on your Twitter feed.
2: Right, Therefore, well, where's your account at? Let me let me dump you real quick. You and your Homer positive. You and your Homer positive tweets. Come yeah. on, uh, boy. This another... is a really long text message. Okay, here. go ahead. Uh, Air Let's Comfort Solutions angry. text line. Toby's next children uh, book pitch. I might need to read this. Uh, Bellack, the prettiest, bestest, most awesome pony. Bellac is the new pony that comes to the farm Boomer and Sooner live on. Everyone tells her uh, how pretty and awesome... Oh, it's a he tells him how awesome and pretty he is in his whole life, and he gathers a lot of friends to join Boomer and Sooner at their farm because he likes Lurch, one of the farmhands. T- I don't know where this is going. I don't know if I should read this. Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, he gathers a lot of his friends to join Boomer and Sooner because he likes Lurch, one of the farmhands. He tells everyone how much he loves the farm. Everybody is super happy. Then Lurch just up and leaves. Bellac then leaves. He's going to look around for oh, I see where this is going. For other farms even though Boomer and Sooner's farm was the greatest he had ever seen. Then the book goes on for pages and pages where Bellack can't uh, decide where he wants to move to. And finally, end of the book with blank pages for kids to scribble and draw on because they can't quit caring about the story anymore. Thoughts? I get Bellack now. It's Caleb backwards. That's very creative. I, oh, I get that now. Oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't get that. Okay. That's funny. Uh, uh, the Carrier Dome game made the cover of Sports Illustrated, I think.
1: It's a good game. Oh, you played well that night. Michigan State was just
2: really, really good. Toby's top five is exciting, awesome, and amazing. Just what you would expect from the bad boy of Oklahoma Sports Radio. Signed, Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman. Thank you, Barry. How about about that? (laughs) Uh, MSG is a customer... And I've been fortunate enough to go around the facility. It's shocking how big the building is and the number of levels. Once saw YouTube performing sound check uh, and their warm up when I was visiting. That's from Las Vegas sooner.
1: I remember the weirdest thing was we like <laughs> we took a bus from the hotel to the arena, which was right across the street. Like I was like, why are we taking a bus over there? But it was like New York City, so it would have been a little weird to see a whole basketball team in full uniforms walking across the street yeah. cuz plus you got a lot of bags and everything too. So anyway, I took a bus. They pulled up to the, the you know, the the doors there and dropped us off. And when they dropped us off there was a ramp going up. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And we went up and up and up and up. Sometimes you'll you'll see it on TV, they'll show like Kevin Durant arriving at the arena. And he's walking up this ramp. I'm like, this is bizarre. We're going up. Uh, So, yeah, it's a fascinating architectural. uh, It's on a very small, relatively small piece of real estate on a corner in Manhattan, which obviously is. And they built it all on top of each other. So the arena is at the top of this, like,
2: wedding cake, basically, of a building. It's crazy. The things they can come up with. Uh, do you think Lon would have retired had he known all of the guys would transfer? Yeah, I don't I, think that... I think in today's world he knew that there was a— I
1: think Lon did it for Lon's reasons. Uh, I, I did look up this morning, and I didn't know if we'd have time to talk about it or not, but this gives us a chance. Uh, what what all the guys are doing this year. Mm-hmm. Brady Manick. rebounds a game at North Carolina, shooting 37% from three. That's a little better than last year, but it's pretty much right on point with what he's been doing his whole career. So he's putting up similar numbers at North Carolina. Kirkweff, he's at uh, Marquette, five points, four and a half rebounds a game. Uh, Davion Harmon went out to Oregon. He's having an okay year. He's averaging 10 points a game shooting 38% from three. Victor Walker, remember him? He went to UNLV. He's not playing much. Two points a game. Trey Phipps went to Oral Roberts, averaging 10 points a game, shooting 47% from three. Alondis Williams is the breakout star. Alondis Williams went to Wake Forest. He's going to be first team all ACC. Might be in the running for player of the year in the ACC. He's averaging 20 points, seven rebounds a game. Get out of here. And shooting 55% from the field. He's wow. he is having an unbelievable season at Wake. And I couldn't believe it, but Cam Mcgusty is still playing college basketball at Miami. Cam McGusty's 34 years old. He's a sixth year senior and having a great year. Averaging 18 points a game for Miami. Well, and then Austin Reeves with the Lakers. Yeah, he's he's 40. He's old. So it should not be lost, okay? In all of the OU basketball analysis, that it's a pretty incredible Frankenstein of a job that Porter Moser has done. (laughs) For us, even to be having a conversation about this team being an NCAA tournament team, I think they're going to get there. I hope they get there. All that kind of. He had some practices in the summer with three guys. Three. So. (laughs) uh, This year has been cobbled together, to say the
2: least, and it's fascinating as well as they played. Uh, A couple of people here that are Kansas City Chiefs fans uh, that actually do not like his fiance. Oh, great. Uh, first, she needs to learn how to act as a professional athlete's spouse or soon-to-be spouse. Secondly, she needs to learn how to act because she's part owner of a women's soccer team in KC. This one says, I like Pat Mahomes and accept his ketchup addiction, but would rather not see his wife or brother ever again. <laughs> this one, uh, top five idea for you. Top five best places Toby has had breakfast with Joe C. That might be a good one. Definitely we will hit that at some point. Yeah. Uh, and Teddy said turnip seed started. Teddy said when turnip seed started, he had the next 16 months planned down to the hour. Mm -hmm. I'd bet that's how long until the SEC. Maybe he's got, I haven't met him yet. Everybody
1: who's met him like their lives are changed instantaneously. There's a glow about him, TJ, when they say, oh. Just spent some time with turnip seed. So I can't wait to meet the guy. Seems <laughs> like my kind of guy.
2: Just plants happiness in him.
1: That might be my next book right there. And I didn't even have to change any names. Something about turnip seed. Like that's a name, right? That's a book that's, name, right? That's there. a song, a name, Boomer's yeah, movie. What about Boomer and Sooner Meet Turnip Seed? <laughs> it works. And then just, you know, magic <laughs> unfolds for the next 16 months. Uh maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the timeline. So what does sixteen months add up to?
2: Uh from when he started, that it would put it you in June of twenty three, right?
1: So the twenty three season? Yeah. Maybe. No,
2: no, no, that's not right. Uh twelve, thirteen. Yeah. More like That'd be right. Well, I'm yeah, I guess I'm rounding up to the end of the school year, so yeah end of the school year of the of next season right
1: right yeah maybe anything else teach let me uh use the end of this segment if you can hang on just a second uh there's there's some things going on out there that aren't all happy and funny uh first off we got the announcement last night that dick vital is going to take the rest of the basketball season off he's got to have surgery to uh rest his voice got to have some vocal cord surgery obviously he's he's had cancer he's been battling as well so uh college basketball is not as much fun without dick Vital in it so we wish obviously him the best um a couple of days ago there was a horrible horrible story out of Deer Creek TJ I don't know if you saw it but a young man named Nathan Ragalski
2: baseball player he yeah, was the baseball player. To Oklahoma State mm-hmm.
1: yeah passed away died. Of a, uh bacterial meningitis and uh that's one of those things that man it just uh strapping healthy athlete great athlete and just the disease got a hold of him all of a sudden and man uh just a horrible story and that school obviously that family but I, that whole school is going through a terrible time right now and then there was a crash last night, TJ, involving a couple of OSU athletes. One of them A. J. Ferrari. Oh, I hadn't heard about who that. who was a superstar wrestler for Oklahoma State. Uh and the other was a cross country runner that was in the car with him, I believe. I don't know how to say his first name. Maybe I say I say Rodriguez, maybe. Um I haven't seen an update here in a couple of hours I saw it when I got up this morning it looked like that uh, they were both in serious condition Ferrari uh maybe the worst of the two but it looks like that they're both gonna live and and maybe be okay but that's a that's a scary situation there was a rollover crash that they had hmm. coming back I think from Cushing to Stillwater they were at like some youth event youth practice or something so uh I had some Scary stuff going on right now out there in the world. We try to keep it a little more lighthearted, but uh, in the mornings. But never, uh, not a good time to keep people in your prayers, and uh, especially the folks up at Deer Creek. That's not far from where we live here, and that's just a man. I can't. It's terrible, 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 terrible yeah. situation. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. 8:35 in the morning. Back after this.
0: This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.
1: Straight to the phones, Doc B, good morning. Doug,
2: 24 days of baseball right? 24 days.
1: How many days? 24. 24 days, teach.
2: That's three weeks and three
1: days. Three weeks from Friday, we'll be playing baseball. Play ball! I'm Down I'm in I'm Arlington, Texas. Mookie,
2: about Mookie. 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 Mookie, Mookie? Mookie Do you remember Mookie Blaylock, Toby? He's asking. Oh, blue, yeah, Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, of course I remember Mookie Blaylock, yeah. I remember Mookie Blaylock, steel 50 year. 50 steals?
1: 50 steals? That's right. What a defensive 150. what a what a hundred and fifty steals 150 one year?
2: Steal. Not in one steal, year. Yep. One year? Yep. Two games
1: at uh, thirteen two games and uh, thirteen steals by himself. Oh, what a player, TJ. You remember Mookie, right? I remember Mookie. You know who quick, probably doesn't remember hands, Mookie? Right? Like Parker Thune. Oh, quick thun hands, thun. yes.
2: Parker Thune never saw Mookie play, no. No, he never saw Mookie play. That's a, once he got beat by Danny Miracle in the final four.
1: Mookie Blaylock was so good they named a band after him. Got
2: lots of Kansas in the final.
1: Right, that year. Doc, are you going to get to go down to Arlington and watch some uh, Sooner baseball down there? No, probably not. Yeah. Am I right? Well, I thought I'd ask. All right, Doc. Be- Doc. Well, it's great, great to hear from you today, as always, my friend.
2: Be safe. We're going to
1: travel. Be safe. Man. Right, you too. See. You know who the Sooners opened the season with, TJ, by the way?
2: I've looked, but I don't remember off the top of my head. The Auburn Tigers. That's right. That's right. Maybe I'll sneak in and do a my little apologies scouting to I'm down Dean. there for Skip.
1: Why Michael Dean have to
2: do I with? just unfollowed him. I just feel bad. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: He's not saying anything controversial. In fact, he's probably not. Tweeting I know he all, doesn't tweet. He?
2: That's why I just said, you know what? Yeah. He doesn't tweet. So
1: I'm gonna get. Oh, maybe I could work on one of those, like mustache. Um, get a mustache at a costume shop or something. Sneak into the Auburn practice, baseball practice.
2: Do that, yeah. See if I can get get you a would, little, you scout would never get caught, skip. yeah.
1: Act like I'm a pro scout or something. Let me, look, let me take a look at you guys. What are you who are you thinking about throwing on opening day? <laughs> What's he got? What do you think his first pitch is going to be of the season? That kind of thing, you know? Um, what have we not talked about today? Oh, by by the way, back to the Big 12 stuff. Uh Dennis Dodd put out a story this week on that. Twenty, I guess it would be twenty twenty three. That I thought the teams were joining in twenty four, so I guess it's twenty twenty three. So maybe there would be two years in uh, with with the under the current system. We see the awkwardness. Awkwardness. Uh, here's the projection of uh, the Big Twelve. The way it could organize its seven team divisions in twenty three. Okay, well, have to check into that, but. So here's here's the division. Oh, you would be in. Tell me if you're okay with this. The Big Twelve North, with OSU, Kansas and Kansas State, Iowa State, BYU and Cincinnati.
2: And you, you still have that. Your, and you still have your game with Texas, correct?
1: Oh, sure. You, so you would have uh, six North games. I, I'm guessing you would have. Three crossover games, and Texas obviously would be one of those for OU. But you'd have to win the North to go to the championship.
2: Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, The conference you're in, it doesn't matter if you're North or South. You're in a big bag of suck, so just place you wherever they place you.
1: You sure this is the year you want to
2: say that? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't win it last year either, so... Well, no,
1: I'm just saying that like the teams they're adding actually were really good last year. Like
2: that they are uh, an improvement over some of the ones Houston, that were already existing, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you why I like that because if 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 Oklahoma is going to be in this conference for uh, or you know, have a year or two with the new teams. The place I would most like to go play is Provo, Utah of the we've been to Cincinnati before. I always love Cincinnati. So that's fine. I have no desire to go to Orlando and I've no desire to go to Houston. But Provo, Utah would be a would be a cool place to go. So I would like to be on the same side of the bracket as BYU and hope that that gets drawn as that's a road, road game. game.
2: Yeah. Mhm.
1: And then you have your crossover with Texas and whoever else. It doesn't matter. Uh, But anyway, that's just Dennis Dennis Dodd's projection. The thought there is that if OU and Texas sticks around, and this does happen for a year or two, that they would put them on opposite sides of the conference so that when they lost them, it was kind of a seamless drop from 17 divisions to yeah and i think it's
2: got to be that way that makes complete sense if that's what ends up happening with a
1: well two-year layover or whatever the counter argument would be this if you're really mad at them and you don't mind redrawing the thing when they leave put them on the same side then they can't both be in the championship game put OU and texas in the same division then only one of them could get to the championship game. But right. you have to redraw everything after they left. But I don't know how vindictive Bob Bowlesby's feeling. It seems to me he's feeling quite vindictive. But I don't think they'll do that. I think they would split them up if if they actually yeah, got to that point. Um, What else have we not got to today? I think we did a good job of covering all our bases today, TJ. You did very well. Congratulations.
0: I you. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up on a Tuesday. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. TJ, we got to fix that.
2: Fix what? That little text exchange?
1: Yeah. During the break? We yeah. got it. We got it. We, that, we gotta fix that I don't
2: think we have any control over that So um, Are you interested in uh, live remote So I'll ask you that No <laughs> I'm interested in us fixing that
1: <laughs> uh, We welcome now Chris, no Chris no Plank no clue what you're For the crossover about. brought to you by the Cleveland I'll tell you next Family break,
0: YMCA Are you trying Come out your new Chris. microphone this morning or something? I've been using it all well, – it's the second week with it now. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I I guess maybe – I haven't been in studio. I haven't been in studio for the crossover. What do you so. think? Give me an honest evaluation. Sounds amazing. Think? I'm I'm always team stick my Hang on. Think or, I'm I'm hang old. on just a second. Okay. Um, just a bit outside. Two balls and a strike. Yeah, I like it. You know, a little extra ambient sound. If I had a booth, I would actually – maybe whenever the new stadium gets built, I'll consider it, but – I'm afraid someone so, might. CJ
1: give me a little uh, background baseball stadium kind of a ambient effect. You know, you know, cry, you know.
2: Give me a little bit of that. A little bit of what?
1: <laughs> give, me, give me a little background noise, like, like yeah, you're sure. at a baseball. Here, stadium, I'll act like Curt like like Keely. Chatter. What arc- are you doing, Skip? <laughs>
2: Come on.
1: Ground ball to short. Come on, Skip! By Zaragoza, who's still there, by the way. Throw across the first. He's out. No way! It's You're a god.
2: You're out of here after this season. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Teach. That was very well done by I'm you. Okay. Oh, right, here you go. Here you go. I, I found some baseball ambience noise for you. Oh, hold on. There's a stupid commercial because there has to be a commercial before every single YouTube thing. All right. Here we go. Let's let's see how this works. Beautiful day at El Mitchell
1: Park. Uh, 70 degrees. Wind no blowing out slightly is. to the right to right field, and we're about ready for the first pitch of this one between Oklahoma and Auburn. Opening game of the season here at Eldell. It was moved to Eldell because the entire stadium collapsed in Arlington, a thing that was built like a, uh outdoor charcoal grill caved in on itself. So we're going to play this one here in uh, Norman today.
0: And there's strike one.
1: I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All
0: right. I can't use it for softball because I don't have a booth, and someone might come grab it and just start doing their own play-by-play. <laughs> If, if do the, it outside, if there's ever a time, whenever I'm outside calling from the concourse, there would be a chance that someone might just grab that thing and take over on their own accord. But yeah, I'm always team stick, Mike. That's always a risk we run, right? Exactly. But at least in the comfort of your booth, you'll be good. I think it's going to sound awesome. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. I'm looking forward to it.
1: I got to tell you, I love the new headphones. That's my. That's the best part. Because the old one, I was just—it was literally being held together by duct tape, <laughs> and it was cutting—was cutting my ears when I wore them. <laughs> so just to be able to do the show without injury is nice. That's all.
0: That's that's a good start. Well, you what know, do you can—you can, can always get a new set, Tiro We've got tons for no, you here. I can't
1: afford it. They—they they cost no, a lot of money. And I know that, but I just it.
0: meant from the perspective of there is an official like Toby headset for hmm. basketball, football, baseball. You can just make that boy nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. You put it in your I little guess. Ziploc bag with your bubble wrap around it, and it goes everywhere with you. It's like the reading glasses. You're making the- Drake
2: very nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> T-Row would take care of it.
0: By the way, I went to Drake's house the other day.
1: First time I've been over there.
2: That's a cool little well, uh, area uh,
1: that Drake lives in. He over
2: lives there. like in uh, what was the Desperate Housewives uh, neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, very much so. Where yeah. does he live? Well, like, the... he lives in that little uh you know you know the neighborhood with the uh the the uh the water uh oh the bridge God. over troubled water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he over lives there, also... next door to it and oh, the okay. fancy little uh uh little over scary there. neighborhood, yeah. A little bit too pricey for me. It's,
1: what's scary about it? It's I just think
2: it I think there's a serial killer that li- would live in a neighborhood <laughs> like that and we may need to look into Drake. <laughs>
1: it it, what's the movie where he's uh he's living in a bubble and he doesn't know it? A it's Truman, Truman Show. Yeah, that's Drake. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a Truman Show feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was cute. I liked it.
2: <laughs> good Never afternoon, good morning, before? and good night. Yeah.
1: For the record, folks, I've now been to Drake's house before. I've been to TJ's house. Or my and, house. Uh, we lived together uh, or we uh, worked together for 17 years. Or Chris's house. But you've only your new house. I've been to your old house. Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been out to Goldsby yet. so It's a little bit of a trek, um, as I learned yesterday. It's not just the whole drop the kids off and get right to work. It's a 30-minute investment, but well worth it, T-Row. Well worth it. Um, gosh, What's on your mind today? Well, I got so much, we didn't even get into it. I was so impressed with the microphone. It was my first chance to hear it in studio that I completely taken all of our time getting well, ready okay. for baseball. You know what? I, I will say, though, it is officially – it's time to start talking Diamond Sports because I've been texting nonstop with Jackie Livingston, making sure all the travel plans are taken care of. I've been oh, yeah? working on making sure Where's equipment is tri- ready. Um, not next week, but the next week. And we go out to Cali. To California. Palm Beach? No, no, no. Palm Beach is the third week of the season. We're at in Cali. Where's you, where are you opening at? Uh, we're opening against Cal State Santa Barbara. Uh, UCSB, the Gauchos. At their place? At their place, Correct. You know, my wife went to UCSB. Really? I did mm-hmm. not know that. She's
1: got a, UCA, a California Santa Barbara sweatshirt she wears around the house. <laughs> Who knew? Things you yeah, learned. She took uh, online graduate classes from there. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. I was like, I
0: didn't know <laughs> this either. So, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, UCSB <laughs> out in Santa Barbara, and then we're off to Irvine, I said, you California. Get a sweatshirt. Yeah. Have a good show today, Chris. See you. have a great
1: day, buddy. Thank you to you fine folks for listening today. We'll do it again tomorrow, live from Morgantown. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.